0: Ugh.
1: Meet the Mets,
2: meet the Mets, set right up and greet the Mets.
0: Bring your, what are you doing here with this? Bring
2: your wife, guaranteed
1: to have the time
2: of your life. It was vaudeville. You're
3: listening to The Drive with Bruiser and Sneaks coming up. We talk the Mets, of course. Bruiser takes on LeBron. Later we'll talk about Rutgers. I'll give you my uh, weather and highlights and we'll talk the keys to the game. Please stay tuned. It's Bruiser and Sneaks. Alright, you've
4: Fat bumps on the log. Listen, I, I'm already... We just started the show. My blood pressure's already like a 130 over 12.
3: <laughs> but, hey, you like that theme song,
4: guy? Okay? Which one of us like... I don't understand. None of us like... Fine, they're from New York. Great. I wish them the best. I'm not a Mets guy. I went to broadcasting school and I put in my time doing the overnight and I, got, and I have a show now. And we come in with a Mets thing. I'm a Yankees fan.
3: Well, I, you know what? I know this will probably anger you guys, but I actually have thrown in my hat with the Mets because I identify with any team that spent longer than five years out of the playoffs.
2: It just gets me going. I Dan, feel like. Dan, I- turn around for me real quick. Are you wearing a Are you wearing a Tom Seaver jersey today? Sure, am. Got it off of uh, the internet. You just
4: bought. A shirt jersey? What would you call it, A jersey? You it's a
3: t- shirt jersey. It's the best way to wear it to show your team support while also staying under budget. <laughs> Guys, have you bought a jersey lately? It's at least $1,500. Dan,
4: you're in your 30s, right? You're like in your...
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, and I was exaggerating when I said $1,500. I, I was trying to be funny, and then I realized, it's Dan, not you're not here it for wasn't, the comedy.
2: That's right. You're not. You're not. I don't have uh, jerseys. I don't have to buy jerseys. Is they give them to me by the equipment guy. And then he washes them and he puts them back in my locker when I'm done.
4: Who's the equipment guy? What are you talking about?
2: It'll Larry, uh, Larry Tiglas. Larry Tiglas? Who is who is Larry Tiglas? He's a, a classic CFL equipment guy. You've bounced around a little bit.
4: Oh, you're talking about back in the day.
2: Listen. No, nah, I mean Well, t- he still does it?
4: You got to let it go, dude. You got to let it go. You've been retired for like 25 years.
3: Ah. Oh. I don't know about that. Well, uh, what do you think of this current uh, Met team, there, Bruiser?
2: I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know. I st- I, f- I have sort of mixed feelings about Matt Harvey. He's thick. He's thick, which I like. Big, I don't think he guy. would
4: like you saying that. He's th- is he? He's like, thick. You put a you connoted though. Like you, I feel like isn't he like a married man? The way he's got girth. The way you connote those those th words. I don't know. Girth, he's thick,
2: but I don't know. I feel like he's kind of a softy, big Syndergaard guy. Um, You know, I'm a Norseman, as you guys know. He's a Norseman. Everybody calls him (laughs) Thor. I feel like I'm Thor, or maybe if he's Thor, I could be Odin because I'm the bigger, more powerful. That would work.
3: Odin is, of course, the patriarch in the uh, in the Norse mythology. Thor is actually, I would consider him more of a do good kind of henchman.
4: What are we doing? What are we, we're talking about, we're talking about, Space we're talking about Zeus and Tinkerbell here, it's the World Series, alright, you played the Mets thing, you pissed me, now let's talk about the Mets
2: at least, we're going to play this. If we, you want to talk about it, go for it.
4: Well, I mean,
3: it's, a, it's I mean, it's a fall classic, I don't know, we're talking about. Why do you hate him so much? I mean, it's a cross town not rivalry, it just seems like you as a Yankee fan would almost feel like a little, a uh, little brother syndrome. Listen. I mean, I've been supportive
4: about this team. Like like you said before, they generally suck. Like, they generally really nah. suck. No offense. Like, And all yeah. like, I went to, you know, like, my uncle's a big Mets fan, all right? I go to a game with him early in the season. I, you know, I buy him a tall boy. We're having a good time. And I'm like, hey, like, I'm trying to bond with him. I'm like, you know. The Mets are all right. Like they were, like a, they were in like a game ahead in first place. It looked like they
3: were probably gonna make the playoffs. He's cheering. He's getting into it. I'm getting into it. You know. Well, I'll tell you what. As a Queens resident, this really just brings a lot of electricity to New York City. That I, I think, honestly, if this could happen every year, I would be a lot like a bumblebee near a flower pot. Oh my god. Dan, I'm
2: not gonna lie. It's perfect that you live in Queens because you're a queen.
3: Oh, jeez. Let's not go into this territory yet. Listen, I mean, I guess all I'm
4: saying is, like, you know, we're at this game having a great time, and I'm like, hey, the Mets aren't so bad. And then he's like, hey, Scallone. And he, like, goes on this thing about the Yankees. He's like, hey, Derek Jeter, look at that guy's hairline. He's like, hey, hey, Roddy, what is he, 72 years old? He's like, hey, Joe Girardi, what's with the teeth? And I'm like... Hey, I'm sitting here, you know, buying you a tall boy at a Mets game. You're going to come at me? Like, so, you know, that team can fuck itself. I don't know. Whatever. You know, it's it's, it's, it's the way I see it. It's, yeah, you know, too. Yeah.
2: I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm probably not even going to put it on. You know, the C's are on tonight. So I'm probably just going to have that on, you know, first game of the season.
4: All right. So Bruiser, you, you watch NBA last night, though?
2: Yeah, a little bit, man. I mean, uh, my buddy LeBron James, my real good buddy, playing nice. against the, the Chicago Bulls. And my main man, Pau Gasol. Now LeBron's coming in, dribbles with his right hand, coming in the right side. He's got that big sleeve on his arm. I don't know what that's about. I mean, they're playing indoors. I don't you know don't why you that mean, looks cool? sleeve, but that's beside the point.
4: The silky sleeve, you don't like that?
2: I just think it's a little much. I think it's a little too rich for my taste. But anyway, he's coming in the lane. Pow, I'll give him I'll give him credit. For a Spaniard, he kinda bodied him and he sent him he sent him into the third world. Dude, those Euros
4: can like I don't know, man. You ever been over to like Eastern Europe? Like those guys I've
2: never been outside of the States.
4: Don't sleep on those guys, you know? Like I don't know.
2: It's fundamental basketball, I can't lie. Yeah. So yeah, LeBron going up King James trying to be the hero gets smacked into the third world. I love seeing that. Oh wait a minute! Why don't we uh, Why don't
3: we get into this segment? Why don't we check in on what uh, Bruiser's trying to do to take down the king? Oh yeah! All right, let's play the drop. You got it.
0: Bruiser takes down the king. Brought to you by Steve Stair King on Route 26.
4: Bruiser, you hate LeBron James.
2: I despise Queen James. Actually, I was gonna call him Prince James, but I don't even think he deserves that because then that makes me think of Prince. It makes me think of pink Cadillac and that just brings me back but I don't even want to think about that with LeBron he's a little softy little Debbie cake he's just a little I don't know he he just gets under my skin and I can't stand him and I want to put him on the parquet I want to ideally I'd put him on the parquet in the garden but I don't know Brad Stevens are on a pretty tight ship I don't know if he'd have me but well, you know, I tried out and a training camp New York Knickerbockers.
3: Yeah, you uh, recently went and tried to actually make a team, an NBA team. I this could not on a
4: believe my beloved New York Knickerbockers would bring it. Listen, Bruce, no offense, all right? We host a show together. Mm-hmm. I mean. We do. We don't really hang out that much outside the studio, which never, I personally is a little odd to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have no ill will toward you at all. But, like, uh, other yeah, than, I wish like. I
2: could say the same, but. All right, dude.
4: I mean, you know what? Let's just take the fucking gloves off then, all right?
2: Honestly, meet me outside after this After this segment. I'll be Hey, the guys, whoa, 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 settle down.
4: The Knicks, I don't care what people say about the Knicks. They're a professional basketball team. They've won championships. They have one of the best players. Carmelo Anthony is the starting. <laughs> he plays stretch four. He can play three. Why Quote
2: the f- unquote volume shooter. All that means is he misses a lot,
4: it means he puts up points. Camelo Anthony scores like he's like every year. Anyway, like you're going
2: th- off on another one of your sneakzy tangents, okay? Don't <sighs> I walked into Madison Square Garden, short shorts on, oh, mid calf socks, PF flyers, all black, run faster, jump higher, the whole bit. You
4: wore PF flyers. <laughs> I always this is a joke. This is a joke.
3: And you're at least 100 pounds more than the average basketball player who weighs maybe 250 pounds.
2: And I could bench like 400 pounds more than the average NBA player. But anyway, so I walk in there and this strength and conditioning guy, and I know you can't see me right now, but I'm making air quotes. This strength and conditioning guy, we'll call him the little, little wimpy boy for, uh, for today's sake. He has me get on a treadmill I walked right out of there. You didn't get on the. T- All he said was get on a treadmill and use. He, he said w- he wanted to have me do like a couple of hard minutes of jogging. No.
4: <laughs> oh, if you could I've be on the NBA walk. team, you got you to gotta sprint full, full Nelson.
3: Uh, for oh. the audience, uh, Bruiser was winded after he walked into the building today. I don't think he can walk more than a third of a mile without getting tanked. Bruiser. And I'm sorry for making fun of you there, Bruiser. It's not a somebody's uh, going to
2: get tanked, it's going to be you, Danberry Dan, if you don't be careful.
3: What does that mean?
2: I'll hit you harder than I hit LeBron later in the season. until He finally puts me oh, on roster. You're, you're a roster. Speaking of, I got the Heat coming up. They're playing, they're actually playing on Friday. So I'm going to have to get down there, maybe get on a flight to Miami. I don't even know.
4: Do you have a tryout lined up with the <laughs> Miami
2: Heat? I do. Uh, the Bruiser kind of helped me out with that one.
4: Wait a second, Bruiser. Again, no disrespect to you, like, as a man, like, but you're in your 50s. We've just talked about your weight, your heart condition. How are you
2: getting? I do. I've had a heart murmur since I was a baby. How
4: are you just getting these tryouts with NBA teams?
2: You know, Eric Spolstra. He kind of liked. He was a fan of the uh, CFL. His dad actually, uh, a lot of people don't know this. His dad owned a team in the CFL. Uh, You know, he family friends kind of pulled a few strings. So I'm heading down to Miami. You know, gonna see what happens. We'll hope I get out there, and I'm gonna put LeBron on his keister. I, dude, I know if a Spaniard can body him. Imagine what some good American muscle's gonna do when I get in the lane.
4: I just want to point out to our listeners, to our beloved fans, and, and the, the 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 Fog family here. Like, this 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 is absurd. Like, you y- 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 <laughs> you gonna you gonna you're trying to get on an NBA team, mm-hmm. all right, on this the same day. That they're playing the Cavs, then you gotta get in the game. Then you're gonna stand and just you, you think you're gonna take a charge. LeBron James weighs like 300 pounds. He's like 6'10. It's
2: That's what like, I always hear. It's like I don't even it.
3: if even if this
4: re- he's
2: way for thin.
3: <laughs> Bruiser, how much do you think he benches? And be honest, an honest
2: guess. He might he might be just graduating to big boy plates, 135.
5: No oh, way, on, it's only
4: Bruce. 135 Bruza? Maybe. Yo, there's no way. Might be less. Bruiser, what do you like, what are you guy against this guy? Like why you you're literally flying around the nation like with the sole intention of knocking this guy down on television.
2: I've actually been thinking about quitting the fog for this. I mean, he's entitled. He's a child. He says he's the best player in the league. But then he tells us all that his team ran out of talent. You're supposed to supply the, t- the talent when you're the best player in the world.
3: Well, but Bruiser, let me just take a minute to point out entitlement. Y- y- you kind of have a, a braggadocio about you that um, is not quite at the level of a CFL quarterback, all right? You led the. Uh, Bruiser, just flexed, in Bruiser the studio. just flexed in the studio. When he said as CFL. Was oh, Jesus.
2: It's only because I didn't want to change positions, boys. We all know I could have made it as a fullback in the league.
3: All righty. Well, let's let's uh let's go to a commercial break. Uh uh Bruiser, I'm sure you'll be able to take him down eventually, but for Unbelievable. now uh, uh, we're gonna take a break.
4: The goal of this guy. Hey, what up, bumps on a lag? Yeah, we back here on the Bruiser and Sneaks program, and we got some collars. So let's go to the phones. Hey, play that phone drop, Danny.
0: Let's go to the phones. Brought to you by Tito's Used Phone Hut on Route thirty two. All right, we got uh Alex in
3: Washington Township. You're on the line, Alex. Yo, Alex. Hey, uh, how's it going, Bruiser? And uh
0: need uh
5: pizza? first time pizza? long time.
2: Doing all right. I mean what what are you saying? What are you selling over here? You first of all,
4: you just call me what you call me pizza? Like get <laughs> get to it. Like what's what are we doing?
2: Yeah, spin it out, guy. Hi. Jesus.
5: You know, I'm just uh, calling in about uh, the New York Metropolitans. I'm a big fan. Uh, I think this is our year. We got a good squad, a lot of young bucks, a lot of young, strong pitchers, you know, hard throwers.
4: You want to fuck these guys or something? Like, what? You, what is this?
3: Hey, easy there, Sneagsy.
4: I'm just saying. All right. What? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. What you got?
5: Yeah, so, uh, you know. You know, I think the one that's my favorite right now is um, Matt Harvey. Ugh. I think I I like the cut of his jib. You know, he's got a solid build. I think he probably bench presses a lot.
2: I mean, I'm not going to lie. Harvey does have a nice thick build. A lot of the muscles close to his spine are very thick, and I find that that's what translates to the most strength. But I think he's just a cupcake, if we're being completely honest. What do you think, A Money?
4: I think A-Money means you, Alex. I don't know what that... Who, what are we calling each other here? Are we We all have names, and we're saying He's calling me pizza. You're calling him a I don't know who's talking who. Alex, you there? You got a response to that? What's going ah Jesus.
5: Uh, a cupcake? You think Matt Harvey's a cupcake?
2: Yeah, what's with this innings BS?
5: This guy, if you met him in an alley, he'd probably shake your hands. And in that moment where he shook your hand, he'd undress you, he'd fondle you, he'd beat you up. It does sound like Alex wants to have sex Yo, with the New York This is a
4: definitely a sexual call. I mean, like, right.
2: Bruza doesn't get fondled. Not that Beruza there's anything fondled. wrong with so it. I'm answers, just saying. This is like, not
3: family programming. Thanks for we're the call, Alex. a radio
2: Alex. show about sports.
3: Thanks for the call, Alex.
5: Like, All right. You know.
3: All right, uh, that's uh, frankly uh, not something we try and go here for, for here on The Fog. We've gotten in trouble for getting into that territory before, but... Uh,
2: Bruiser doesn't get fondled. Bruiser? I fondle.
3: What do you fondle? What do you fondle?
2: I don't kiss and tell, all right? Jesus
3: what are we doing here? Uh, let's get another caller on the line. Here comes uh, who we got here. All right. Uh, got another caller on the line. Uh, didn't give name or hometown. So I uh, don't know what you want me it, to tell you, Sneaks.
4: You're just patching him through like with no screening process? He
3: was. Uh, he's next up. All right. Go. Caller, you're on.
4: All
5: right. See, I don't even need to give a name or hometown, guys, because you know what this is. So I'm going to be calling every show now. Because right now I am dominating sneaks in fantasy football. This
3: I, asshole. This guy called last time is also threatening. We had to hang up on him. Say what you want to say. say I just you-
5: want to say that I think you can judge the character of a man by how good the fantasy football team is right now. Oh, my God. And right now, I'm more of a man than Sneegs.
4: You think you're more of a man Oh, you call in to a radio show. They go, what's your name? Where are you from? That's all they say. And you duck both questions. And you're going to say you're more of a man than me?
2: Yeah, answer the bell, huh? Hey, right. I just want to right now
5: talk to, talk to you guys about my favorite matchup this week was my flex player versus flex flex player. He had Danny Woodhead. He's ben good. Diego Chargers running back. He's
4: very good. It was
5: great for yeah, the bats. 20, 21 points, right? That's good. All right, but you know who I had there?
4: A cocksucking dolphin.
5: Yep, Lamar Miller. Settled you points at halftime.
4: Yeah. See, okay, so yeah. Lamar Miller breaks off a 90-yard touchdown and then he, you know, what whatever happened, and I didn't even wa- I don't watch the Dolphins. I don't know what happened. Like what I, I don't know. I don't know how that guy got in the end zone six times because he's a piece of – he's a can of tuna, garbage, garbage can of tuna. He got me all riled up now. I don't know. You got lucky. Lamar Miller scores 80 points. You beat me.
3: Yeah, you know what? Since they fired Joe Philbin, uh, a lot of people think they've been doing better, but historically it doesn't actually help to have an in-season coaching change. That's just one of those, uh, those old hangovers Dan, that we can't not, get rid of. Not right now.
2: Okay? I'm sorry. I get a little message for this caller. I mean, I don't even particularly care much for Sneaks. I don't care if you insult him, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of guys who don't just come on and stand behind their name. Because a man is only as good as his name and his word. And you already under Bruiser's
3: skin because of the fantasy so football
5: thing. What do you think is more important for a man's character? His name or his fantasy
2: football record?
3: Tell him.
4: I don't him even straight.
2: Have to, I don't even have to yeah. give you a response.
4: You, you're talking to Bruiser.
2: Fantasy.
4: You're talking to Bruiser about fantasy football. This guy doesn't even... Like, he literally thought, like, when I was saying I had Tom Brady on my team, he, like, he literally...
2: don't. He's on the, the Patriots He team.
4: literally doesn't understand what it is.
2: Anyway. You gotta
5: go with the times, man. Fantasy I... Football Draft King. You can... life right
2: now. That's... I know who... Listen. I was the Draft King when I was the number one overall pick in the CFL. Listen, yeah.
4: we've been talking to this idiot for too long. Yeah, Listen,
2: I'm
3: hanging up on him.
4: Thanks I know callers, who
2: dude. you are, and all I'm
4: right. going to find out where you live, all, all right, right? With callers. these IP addresses or whatever.
3: All right, Colin, Sleep Thank with you. an, an right. eyeball open.
5: Peters, all right? Go St. Peter's. You piece of shit. All
2: right. Hey, you know, uh, Sneaks, I actually made a fantasy football team last night. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I don't go on the computer too often, but... I was up late surfing the web, you know. Wife and kids in bed, and this pop-up ad said, "Like can give you all your fantasies come true." It was the first time I'd ever seen that.
3: Oh my! Bruise, Bruce. and I, Bruce. I clicked it. And <laughs> we, long can't story go, short, we can't go.
2: We can't. I made myself a fantasy team.
3: Bruiser, <laughs> You signed up for a pornographic website. You should check no. your computer for
2: viruses. No, that's for the creeps. I, oh, is this what our audience said, wants
3: to hear about? This is not family friendly. This is this what it they said, want? hey,
2: Burke, which a lot of people don't know that that's my real name. and Burke. Hey, Burke. So it was personalized. So that's how I know it was. Uh, the
3: no, they what? have your credit
2: card information now, Bruiser. Was no, it a I pick? No, I didn't put in any numbers. Bruce. I just...
3: You know. Lou, we got to get out of. Yeah. We got to go to a commercial. All right, one more caller. We got one more caller on the call line up. here. All right, all right, we got Mike and Stamford's on the line. Uh, go ahead and take it away, Mike. Hey, Mikey. Stan Vegas.
6: Hey, guys. It's great to be calling in again. Bruza, as you know, I'm a huge Red Sox fan, and mm-hmm. I'll be a Red Sox fan until someone convinces me that Zach Braff is not an adult version of Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. But today I want what? to talk about maybe the most interesting team in baseball right now, the Anaheim Angels. Not now you're asking yourself, why is he talking about the Anaheim Angels? And I'll yes. tell you. Why haven't they won the World Series when they have angels in the outfield guiding them to wins? You know what I mean? Like in 94, you had Roger Bowman flapping his little arms and the Halos end up winning the pennant. Why doesn't that happen every year? You've got angels on your side. You know what I think it is? I don't think the angels like Mike Trout. And I don't understand why. Why would they like Mike Trout? Obviously, he's, a great he's God. God's gift to Earth. But does that make the angels jealous? Yo. Are they upset that God gave Mike Trout all the talent on planet Earth?
4: Dude.
6: It might be. It might be. But also, maybe, maybe the angels organization, maybe they made a deal with the devil to get Mike Trout, and they turned their back on the angels, you know? Either way, there's something fishing. You have to admit that. I mean, they haven't won a World Series since '02, And they've got God on their side. Anyway, I'm not sure where the Angels are in the favor of the Angels. But it's obvious that they're helping out one of these teams in the World Series. I mean, you've got the Mets who, and Bruce, I hate to bring this up, uh, have a very, very strong relationship with whatever deity is up above. <coughs> Buckner. You know what Oh I mean? baby! Like, they just gifted the Calling him, it Six out World already, um, but then you watch that even this game, game one, one, and they, the Royals, they win in 14 innings. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's, there's obviously some contention amongst the Angels. Who's gonna win these, these games? Because if I had to bet, I would bet on the Mets. But all right, I mean, we got ourselves a monologue here. What
3: do you all guys right. think? All right. all right, All right. Alright, thank you, sir. Thank you for your call. Uh wonderfully appreciated.
4: Listen, I this guy calls a lot and you know, I tend to think he's like like I I, I thought he was a little off his rocker, honestly, like when he's talking about like Charlie Conway or like
2: I feel like he's just on peyote in a I, trailer somewhere.
4: Dude, he had a point this just time though.
2: quaaludes.
4: Dude, you don't think he had a point though? Like Why I, I, mean, I
2: don't know anything about what he said. Well, all I know is I kinda get a stiffy for Mike Trout yeah being that big he's, he's a, got
3: he's an incredibly talented on him. Man. Look
2: like look like the globes I had in my room when I was a kid, and I was very into geography <laughs> that's what his his shoulders look like, and he moves so well laterally Ugh, and now I
3: don't wanna um actually uh I don't want to take this into another family unfriendly location, but uh, I also find myself getting very very excited around Mike trout because he has set a record. For most wins above replacement for a player do not under twenty two, do it. What since Ted I, Williams? Since Ted Williams sneaks Teddy Ballgame. Since we're one of my
2: my buddy Teddy Ballgame,
3: unbelievable. One of my favorite players of all time. Him and Mariano Rivera. You they're know, I the threw two BP greatest to players. Teddy Ballgame. Don't ever
4: take my Mariano Rivera and like put him in this. Stat and Ted box.
3: Williams, what two of the best ever to play their position? They, they were great. Never be put together.
4: Those guys were great. It didn't have anything to do with their stat. You look, their stats are average, right? Like Ted, no,
3: they're incredible.
4: They, Ted Williams had four hundred, the last player to do so. It th- Ted Williams was great, because that guy you looked at his pants and there was always some dirt on him. It had it has nothing they to do. Couldn't with, agree more. It's got nothing to do with wins above
2: great face on
4: him yeah
3: yeah Yeah. well actually that guy was advocating for the fact there might be real angels cherubs on the field actually and uh, that sounds like he's talking about that hollywood movie angels in the outfield i don't know i won't sleep on that though like what are you a are you a religious man snegler
4: i mean like how do you explain like i don't know like like he was talking about that buckna play like how do you explain that i mean i think i don't know like i think god hates the
3: red sox like uh, no, it's just the law of large numbers. Eventually, you're going to run into a freak accident if you play hundreds of thousands of MLB games. I don't know. I mean... alrighty. righty. Uh, well, we got to go to the uh, commercials. Uh, we'll be right back with more of The Drive with Bruiser and Sneaks here on WFOG. All right, um...
4: You know, Dan's been with us a couple of years. He's done it. He does okay on the ones and twos. So, like, he comes to me, he tells me he's got something to say. I respect it. Um, so, let's see what, Dan, you said you had a little little segment you wanted to do. Let's. Uh,
3: we, made a little, we made a little bump for you. That's right. It's what's the weather like in Danbury? Oh, I already regret it. Jesus Christ. I already
4: regret it. Go ahead, Dan. Do you...
3: All right, it's the Hat City highlight. Welcome, folks. We're talking all hat things Danbury uh, Dan. Danbury uh, Dan is known as the Hat City. It's an amazing nickname for a place
2: that wears many hats. Everybody's uh, pulling their hat down like, I don't want to be seen here. <laughs> hey. Very good, producer. Oh,
3: so with everybody talking about baseball and the World Series going on, I love baseball, but I want to know what the world watches. And, of course, the, uh, the direct equivalent for the rest of the world is Cricket. A wonderful game played over the course if of several days. this is days. going
2: where I... Th- oh, that's You're right. You're talking about the, it's little, going. the little creatures that make noise in the forest <laughs> while I'm trying to get some sleep?
3: No, we're talking about an international bat and ball game played in every single country. We'll just give you a couple scores from around you the, uh, the planet. Are talking about Pinocchio? This is French? a radio show about sports. Today in the International Cricket Council, Zimbabwe and Afghanistan squared off and oh, Afghanistan, Afghanistan won by five wickets. Sports? That's right. Yesterday, Zimbabwe and Afghanistan also played, but that time Afghanistan won by six wickets. Stop saying wickets! Afghanistan doesn't win anything. No, I think this is a lot of fun, guys. We're learning some stuff. You know what? I'll give you a random rule. How about this? A bye is where a ball that isn't a no ball or a wide passes the striking batsman and runs are scored without the batsman hitting the ball. No, it's when, you, it's when the Giants aren't playing. Well, how about this? A leg by is where runs are scored by hitting the batsman, but not the bat, and the ball is not a no ball or wide. However, no runs can be scored if the striking batsman didn't attempt to play a shot or if he was avoiding the ball.
4: Dan, you came to me and said, "I want to do a segment on the show." I gave you yeah. a segment on a regional radio program.
3: That's no. This is bigger than that. We can teach a lot of people in the tri-state area what cricket is. How about this? In in, in uh, November, the cricket all stars, the gods of cricket, are coming to City Field to play. It's an all star uh, all star exhibition. Um, I see you see mousing over nearby tickets. If you That's click right. that, global cricket icons Sachin Tendulkar and Shane Warren will headline a star-studded lineup of renowned cricket players from around a the world. Did you gentlemen. see
4: how you see how confused Bruce looked when Bruce you said is, Tendulkar? He
3: looks like he's having a little bit of a, a problem. I feel like I
2: might need to call the police. I Bruce, feel like I might need to get Bruce didn't ambulance realize that
3: was a person. Wait a minute. I'm no, no, no. Guys, This is going to be an amazing, amazing... I have
2: chest pains.
3: This is, a, this is a thing that we can all do. And hey, this is just crazy. New Zealand's one of the top teams in the world right now. Right now, they feel that their pre- preparation is superior as they go into the GABA test on November 5th. Uh, the just, what? The Gabba test is that they think they, the Gabba ghouls it's the we Gabba ghouls down at the Oh I wish, dude. Hey, guys, I'm almost done with the hat hat city highlight. Let me just get through this. All right. Or uh, before the before next month's Let's test pit, series uh, is, uh they they think they're better prepared than Australia who normally trounce opponents who are undercooked uh heading into Brisbane. What are you thought undercooked? We're Uh, talking about human athletes? Well, there was a round of Plunkett Shield before Brendan McCullum's team departed for Australia, the two-day game in Manuka, and then another three-day fixture at Blacktown. You
4: just said Plunkett Shield and Manuka in the same sentence. The
3: last two of which will feature the Red Ball. Come on, guys. The Red Ball's coming.
2: The Red Ball. You talking about Jim Plunkett? No, Great I, quarterback for my New England Patriots. Uh,
3: look, everybody get out to City Field on 11-7, and we'll go and see. Or 7-11, as the Europeans would put it. They put the uh, day first before the month. Don't
4: ever mention oh, Europe Jesus. unless we're talking about the London NFL game. And, like, even then, it's a stretch.
3: Uh, All right, guys. Well, that's been Danbury Danza. How's the weather in Danbury, a.k.a. the Hat City Highlight. Uh, hope you learned a lot. What a
4: stupid name for a segment. Jesus. Good Lord. We ready to talk about some real...
3: We ready to talk about a real thing, boys? All right, let's fire it up. Let's check in with Rutgers. We ready to talk about... This again. The
2: best
4: goddamn team in this goddamn nation. We ready to talk about... It's coming in strong
3: there, Bruiser.
4: I play <laughs> Sorry, the Steve. Ruckus song as loud as I want on my own program. You got that? You hijacked the board. I wasn't even ready for that. That's right. When we're, I'll hijack the board every day until infinity if we're talking about the Skillet
3: Knights. Nights.
2: Well, you guys have not even 500.
4: Hey, we're, we got three wins,
3: okay? Three out of seven.
4: You think we're not winning the championship? Like has the team ever won has the team ever even gone to a bowl game with four losses? Has there ever been a playoff at the end of the season? You
2: don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, last year. Was there? Yeah.
3: That's right. The first year of the uh, playoffs uh was actually last year. Ohio State was the victor over uh, Oregon. Well
4: they're just they're trying it out once. This time, I don't no, know. No,
3: That's coming back year after year. We talked wait, we talked about this last time. You said that Norfolk State Washington State and Penn State were all going to go to the playoff. They gave us they games. they played Rutgers. They play, if,
4: listen, Rutgers is the best team in the country. You heard it here first, okay?
3: Well, they just lost to the number one seed, Ohio State, 49-7. to They're on the road, you know? 49-7? to Hey. See Cardell Jones out there? He's yeah, like a young
2: him. urban bruiser.
4: An urban what bruiser?
3: What does that mean, Bruiser. In, you know, he's
2: uh Are
3: you c- trying to say he's the, the black version of you? All right, okay. Let's shut that Bruise down it. immediately, Bruiser. Shut it
4: down. All right. Shut it down.
3: Uh, you know what? I I just have to say I'm a fair and balanced kind of guy, but I think at three and four, they have Wisconsin to play. The honestly, I don't think Win. they can beat Nebraska. Win. Michigan, uh, Win. Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team they're Win. gonna play. Tiny
2: Speaking of Michigan, I mean they played the rival the Michigan's rival Michigan State a couple weeks ago. Did you happen to uh, happen to turn that on the tube sneaks? Yes, I watched it. Yeah, and uh, your boys almost turned a nice upset. I will admit, I almost sent you a little text message to congratulate you on the you win. You were gonna but text
4: me outside of we've never communicated outside. I of. mean,
2: if they knock off the number four team, I, w- I would have told you about it. That's funny because Bruiser constantly sends me
3: pictures of his ass.
4: That's weird. That's very strange. It's Bruiser-
2: only after I squat, like they pump. Somebody that's kind of gross, Bruiser. And Listen. I'm always wearing spandex, so relax, Dan. It's not. It's not
4: Listen, let's not talk about the thing. elephant in the room, okay? It's not your thighs. They spiked it, and then they lost. Yeah, right? They did. But you know what? That means our. Shiano
2: co- wouldn't have spiked it.
4: Shiano, Shiano's penis is so tiny. Yeah, he might have a tiny dong, but he knows how many downs the team has left. I mean, speaking of spikes. Like you wouldn't, you'd, you'd see that and you'd be like, what is that? A little, a little spike from, uh, from, uh, what's that? A porcupine or something? That's needle? How, th- Yeah. You'd be, that's how small his penis is. You'd be like, oh, it's a, it's a porcupine spike. My wife
2: hey, studies hey, Zoology. Hey, I'd well rather have you. a little spike like that than, uh, spike it on fourth down to lose the game.
4: Listen, we got that five was games left. That
2: the biggest moment of Rutgers' whole athletic
4: career. No, the biggest moment was firing Shiano. All right, listen. We got five games left. We get to eight and four. We're in that playoff. We got Norfolk State. We got Washington State. We've already seen them with
2: with Wisconsin up at Camp Randall, boys. You seen
4: our punter? You seen our punter? Listen, what did they say all year last year? They said Ruckers. They don't get first downs. Okay. You seen our punter? Kids crushing. All
3: right. Well, how come they? I'm just gonna say 55-52 was the final score of the Indiana game. And they won. Yeah. Put up points, kid. Put up points. Pretty amazing. All right. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go to the keys of the game? How about that? Let's throw it to a
4: I'll good... tell you
2: a key to the game. Key to the game isn't spiking on fourth down to lose He's the game. Got a point. Listen,
4: it doesn't matter. College football is different now. There's a playoff. You can play around a little bit. You can throw one... You can bet on the other team and throw one.
2: All right, our coach. Throw one right into the ground for a loss. I will not put it to it, the next segment. Listen, I don't want to hear it anymore. Right, well, fi- you know what? A little belly aching, you little little belly boy.
4: Don't, eye bruiser. Don't get
3: that look in your eye, bruiser. You
4: know I don't like belly boy. You know I don't like. You're that. a belly boy. You know I don't. Sneaks. That takes me
3: to a place. You're doing I, well. You're doing tie bow. You're The pounds are coming off. Say belly boy. All right. Let's go to a thing I oh, like.
4: Boy. Okay? His name's Mike Ruzioni Jr. And he's going to do the keys to the game this week. All right. Mike Ruzioni Mike, Arruzioni, Mike Arruzioni, ah. It's Mike
3: Ruzioni Jr. No what? relationship I had to, to the actual Thank Mike you. Ruzioni issue there. Yeah. She
4: but he's a great know. dude. He moved into my apartment complex a few weeks ago. He's a wizard. He always gets the games right. He knows everything about everything and he does the keys. All right. So let's do the keys.
0: Uh yeah, uh Mike Ruzioni Jr. Here, once again, uh, to give my keys to the game. Uh, once again, no relation to Michael Ruzioni, the coach of the uh, 1980 U.S. Men's Hockey Miracle Team. No relation to his son or any of his other family members. Uh, just a lot of people been asking me since last time when I said no, I wasn't related. And so I guess i got to say it again that I am not related to those people so uh, happy to happy to be here to give my keys to the game all right so uh the first game we got Miami Dolphins at New England Patriots uh this is a big division rivalry uh the Patriots are undefeated uh this is a big game and uh so the Dolphins they're they're from Miami and this game is in New England in October So the key to this game is that the Dolphins got to remember to bring coats with them. you got to have a coat. Uh, It's getting cold. Uh, New England is cold. So you need need to be able to not uh, be cold. And you need to be warm. Um, So that's the key to the game. Uh, Next up we got the Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, This game is in London excuse me. Uh this this game is in London and uh uh it's a big initiative the NFL's got going where they got a lot of these teams playing over there uh in in the UK. So the key to, the keys to this game is that both the Lions and the Chiefs need to remember not to adopt a constitutional monarchy government. Uh they got the Queen over there doing Doing all the stuff she does, and the prime ministers, and the House of Commons, and everything, and House of Lords, it's not good. So they got to remember that these two teams. They got to remember that they're, they're Americans, and that they abide by America's laws and our freedoms and liberties, and and that's the key to the game. Uh, next up, we got the the New York Football Giants at the New Orleans Saints. A uh, big NFC matchup, uh, uh, Eli Manning, uh, the quarterback for the, for the Giants, is from Louisiana, so this key to the game goes, goes to him. Uh, Eli needs to remember not to stay up too late at his parents' house playing on his old video games and eating junk food. Uh, he's the quarterback for a professional football franchise, and his team can't have him showing up tired. And with a stomach ache on game day. So that's that's the key to the game. Uh, Next up we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a big division rivalry. Uh, The Bengals are undefeated. And as you recall the last time I gave my keys to the game. The Bengals were undefeated. And I said that they needed to stay undefeated. So I'm going to double down on that right here. And say the key to the game for the Bengals is once again to stay undefeated. And uh, that's that's the key to the game. Alright, and uh, lastly, speaking of undefeated, uh, we got a big matchup uh, Sunday night when the Green Bay Packers uh, go up against the, the Denver Broncos. Uh, big, big quarterback matchup, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, both of these teams are undefeated. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's a full time in NFL history that, that two teams have played each other this late in the season. So uh, this key goes out to both teams, the Packers and the Broncos. you got to stay undefeated. Coming out of this game, both of these teams got to have their records intact. If they don't, then that's not good. got to stay undefeated. And uh, that's the key to the game. So uh, with that, uh, thank you, Mike Ruzioni Jr. Um, Yeah, and uh, Sneegs, I'm sorry I couldn't come to your charity car wash last week. Uh, I had to uh, get my car washed at my guy who knows what I like, so I couldn't come to your thing. Uh, uh, But uh, thank you.
4: Oh, that was that was uh, just just wizardry in its purest form. And uh, Mike, I know you're listening, so just like hit me up. We'll go get a uh, we'll go get a dollar slice. All right. I know you uh, your phone keeps going
2: straight to voicemail, but uh, sneaks, buddy. I know I'm not your friend, but as a coworker, I gotta tell you this guy does not want to hang out with you. Let's go to commercial. And his keys to the game, frankly, they kind of suck. Okay. How about this? We'll uh, we'll be right back with more of the
3: drive. Uh, after this break, and we'll, we'll talk to a Mets beat reporter on the other side. Stay tuned, folks. They don't suck the good.
4: Hey, all right, all you lazy bums out there. You're sitting on your tush. Instead of playing the game, that's why we're here.
2: What else are they going to be sitting on, huh? I don't know. Some people sitting, uh, sitting d- on their thumbs, kid?
4: Hey, I don't know. So, you know, like, I used to play chess with my dad, and I would sit on my thumbs. Because then you're like less likely to touch a piece, you know, move it by mistake. I don't know. <laughs> I, whatever. This, The point is, there were a bunch of l- lazy bumps on the log. All right, let's go. We got a guest on the line here. We're making him wait. I got. So let's go to the guest. Let's do our guest here.
0: Today's guest brought to you by Motel 9 on Route 10. That's right. We got,
4: I'm very excited for this guest. This guy, I've known him a long time Uh since back when he was uh, working at the old, uh, he was doing the overnight on the WROC, The Rock. And uh, now you you can uh, catch him as the, the Mets beat reporter extraordinaire. We got Ted Bowman on the line. Teddy, Teddy ball game, Teddy bowl game. What's up, baby?
1: Brother and Steaks. it's just great to be here. How are you guys doing?
2: How we doing, Ed? Ted?
1: Just
3: tremendous.
4: We got Dan here, too, with this Connecticut turncoat over here.
1: Oh, is that, is, that, is that Dan from Danbury?
3: It's Danbury Dan, you know. I'm feeling pretty fair weather today.
1: Yeah. You know, on the overnight at the Rock, we had a lot of we had a lot of callers in the tri-state. And we had a, a guy named Tracy from Danbury. His, his name was Tracy, and he was a guy. It, it was fascinating to me. We had some great conversations about the Metropolitans here in New York. So
2: I'm with you, Danbury Dan.
3: You know, I, I like both the Yankees and the Red Sox. I'm not much of a Met guy, although I do appreciate the scrappiness.
2: Sick to my stomach right now.
3: That is the
1: most could,
3: vile
4: thing. I'm
1: an old school guy. And I kind of have a hard time believing you can be a fan of both the Red Sox and the Yankees then. That, that doesn't fly down here in New York.
4: Thank you, Ted. Thank you. I just
3: I, I like history. and Well, I was actually oh. born right on the line in Hartford where the, oh. the split happens, where Yankee fans go south and Red Sox fans go north. And I just appreciated the real duality and the strength. each fan base this is you're
2: gonna tell us you love the pageantry and that's why you're into it
3: (laughs) oh come on guys
4: ted we got ted bowman on the phone guys all right mets beat reporter the mets are in the world series all right we got the mets beat reporter here we're talking about pageants and makeup and crowns okay ted how's it going there you're in kansas city right now where you at what are you doing how's it how's it
1: I did. So, I'm actually on my way, gentlemen, to the uh, the Holiday Inn Express. They serve a mean continental breakfast. Now, I'm an old-school guy. I graduated college in 71. So, I know I was thinking about continental breakfast long before you guys even were thinking about a radio show. I got to tell you, they have... Uh, a delightful yogurt and fruit palette here in Kansas City, and, and with the sky so low and the clouds clearing for the game, it's gonna it's gonna be a great day. I'm excited. I, I, I'm a little nervous for for the Mets. I don't know if the young guys are gonna be okay with this atmosphere, but I'm uh... I'm first looking forward to this continental
2: breakfast. It's called call it the Perks of the Rose, I guess. Hey, hey Red, tell me, you got to tell me one thing over on the breakfast subject. His name is, you, is Ted. A,
4: Bruce. His name is Ted Bowman. He's not, this isn't Red Grange. It's Ted. Sorry,
2: sorry, I get a little get a little excited whenever I hear somebody with a name like that. But uh, when you get a bagel in there, I'm assuming you get a bagel, right? Get it cooked on the griddle. What's your fat source? Are you a margarine guy? Are you a butter guy? I mean,. What yeah, as thinking? a
1: native New Yorker, guys, I, I grew up in Brooklyn. Okay, so so the, the bagels here, are obviously cream not cheese as guy. Good. I'm a big cream cheese guy, and I'm one of those guys. That, and, and again, this is an old school New York thing, but I like I like it when the cream cheese is so so aggressively aggressively on the bagel that it falls through the hole in the packaging. You know, oh, and, a couple. And inches I just really I really like a I like a hanging cream cheese on that wax Delicious. table that you can kind of like dip the end of the chat. bagel into. Hey, give me a
3: veggie like a cream cheese. Shed. There
2: you go. Give me a veggie it's cream all, every
3: single day. Broccoli bits, pepper bits.
2: Jesus Christ!
3: I love it. You guys ever have like a
4: fat tail of ham? Like just like where like, the, like, like fresh from the like the grease is like dripping off like landing on your kneecaps. Like that's I don't know. That's what I like. But uh, Ted, you, I mean, I can tell you're very enthusiastic about the holiday and you like the breakfast. Uh, how about I don't know? Can you give us a story like you've been you've been on the Mets beat for what is it like eight eight nine years? I mean, they've I mean that... uh,
1: so I've been the correct. I've been the beat reporter now for ten years. I was assigned to the beat report after I took uh, I took the overnight shift under the on the Rock WRC before it was bought by ESPN Radio. So I had an overnight Fucking show joke. for yeah. about twenty years. It was kind of a staple there, and, and and I talked a lot about the Mets. They were one of my favorite teams growing up after the Dodgers left. Them. For, uh, for L.A. So I, I have a lot, of, a lot of stories about this team, especially. This team is close to my heart. They, they're a group of young guys. What I, what, I, what I love about them is they each kind of have a story, right? They each have a, a reason for being on this team. They fill a certain role. It kind of reminds me of, of the team from Angels in the outfield, if you're familiar. Everyone kind of has a defined role, and the chemistry is so strong that, that it's, it's going to be a fun series for sure.
4: People are obsessed with this movie, this Angels in Outfield movie. Like the second movie. time it's come up. This is like very, like, I don't want to say serendipitous, because I feel like that is going to feed this angel fetish. But Ugh. You're not, the, like, we've, we have a caller who we called in early about talking about this Angels in Outfield thing. Is that on the
3: VHS?
4: It might actually be on the VHS. That's an old movie. It's from, like, the early 90s. So you guys don't have Hulu or Netflix? I don't, I don't, I mean, I got the HBO now, baby. Ted, all right, sorry, we're,
2: we're,
4: what can you tell us, like, you're, you're in the locker room, like, you're hanging out with Cespedes, you're hanging out with uh, this guy, Tahadi's, you got uh, the groom here, like, who, like, what are they like, like, who's, who are you getting, uh, who are you getting a pastrami with, like, who, like, give us the dirt, like, who's an idiot, who's a, who's a skanooch, who's a, who's a good dude?
1: So I'll go through the, the runs down here, the starting lineup, and just kind of give you a little bit of background on each of the guys because they're they're just such interesting guys, and it's one of the nicest locker rooms I've ever had the pleasure of going in. Sometimes you go into a locker room, and it's a little unfamiliar, or it's a little unfriendly, but these guys are very welcoming. It starts at the top with, with Curtis Granderson, the right fielder, okay? Came over from the Yankees a couple years ago, had a struggle, and then really, really yeah. settled into the leadership role, here, here in the Mets organization. And let me tell you what, this guy loves Little Debbie Cakes. It's unbelievable how much he loves these things. Passes them around, I always had him as his locker. And it, what's interesting is he shares them with the media. A lot of guys want to keep their distance with the media, keep a, keep a public persona, but not That's Grandison. That's, That's why fair. everyone likes him so much.
4: Grandison gives you Little Debbies? Grandison, lo- Grandison loves Little Debbie Cakes? Is that a euphemism now, I don't know. It's like that's surprising to me. Like the guy,
3: the I'll g- tell you what Granderson gives you is a 5.1 wins above replacement this year. That's got him clocking in for don't, at least top ten in the right. No field in the statistics League.
4: when we're talking. What no, that tells
3: you how many wins these worth.
4: were. No stats when we're talking to the guest. Okay, we All have right. a guest here, and you're
3: pulling out these, these dumb like, these Aww. dumb like metaphysic things out of your butt. I mean, Ted must know what a win above replacement is, right, Ted?
1: Of course, I'm familiar with the the advanced statistics that a lot of the newer-age coverage guys oh. like, but I'm, I'm an old-school coverage person. I, You know, I like kind of getting the human interest stories and kind of getting a feel for the locker room and the chemistry. It's the a same reason I feel like the mix. Spurs and the NBA are good. They play within a team construct. Your Patriots up there in New England, very, very strong oh, yeah. team content. Oh, yeah. I'm so I think I like to try to avoid those in baseball, especially in the World Series. You throw out the, the records and the ERAs and the – the steal percentages, and you just got to go out and
3: play the game. Oh, you're singing I, my uh, language. You're singing in a tongue that I understand.
2: Wait, so uh, while we're on the topic of Little Debbie Cakes, tell me about my favorite Little Debbie Cake playing on the Mets. His name is uh, Matt Harvey. What's this guy's oh, deal? Man. I mean, I, I I know he's pitching now, but I, I hear him complaining, saying pitch counts, and this, that, and the other. You know, you get guys back in the day like Ronnie Lott cutting their fingers off so they can play in the Super Bowl. And then I get Matt Harvey talking about, Pitch counts, okay? Throw the damn ball. Right I know now. kids in Little League throwing more innings than this guy. Jesus Christ. Elaborate. So I'm,
1: with, I'm with you a little bit there. So I'm an old-school guy, as I said. And what, what, what's interesting is you look at the old series and – and even through, through the early 90s, there wasn't as much specialization, right? But you've got to respect a guy like Harvey who comes in. He's a competitor. He's a fiery guy, so he's a little divisive. And he's definitely, definitely throwing Mets fans for a loop here. But you've got to remember this guy's going for a contract in a couple of years. He doesn't want to throw out his arm. Again, he's already had the time he John wants. If he gets it again, he's going to severely limit his ability to make a lot of money on the open market. So you got to respect a guy like Harvey. Interesting story about Harvey. they huge hockey fan, big fan to Henrik Lundqvist over there in the New York Rangers over in the hockey. And he he likes the nightlife a little bit. His favorite drink is actually a gin martini, which is interesting these days. That's a man after my own heart, personally. But most guys would now, maybe the old-fashioned, big popular again, maybe even Bud's life. But this guy loves the gin martini, which I find very fascinating. How do you feel about gin martini?
4: I mean, it's a good drink, for sure. Like, I'm more of a... uh, I like the... uh, There's this, like, beer... I think it's, like, organic or something. It's like, natural lights. I like that. I'm more into that. I cr- I crush those, Ted. Oh my God, I crush like you can only. I can only drink like three Old Fashions. I'm like an old man now. I drink three Old Fashions. I'm done. But like I, I can drink like 18 of these Naturals. Uh,
1: listen, I, I could tell you guys some stories that on the road and the players used to hang out with the media back in the early eighties. Oh Let please, yeah. What, yeah. Dwight, Dwight Gooden was a good guy, and he pumped himself some Old Fashions, and obviously some other stuff as well that he got in some trouble with. But he was a big Old Fashioned drinker, Dwight.
4: Ted, that's the first time I've ever heard you describe a Mets player without using the word interesting and put you put almost I want to say that was the first time I've ever heard you like not put a, a super positive spin on anything
1: you know I try I try to put a positive spin on anything in the Mets because I really do believe in this organization especially this year with Dwight it's a little interesting we we got into a bit of a tussle and the uh, in the mid '80s, when he kind of spiraled a little bit toward the sap path, and mm, and he unfortunately ran over my dog, Gracie Lou, oh, with, uh, with a, with a bicycle. Oh,
2: what! Jesus Christ!
1: Wait, Doc Gooden ran over your dog with a bicycle. He killed your he dog. He did, and it wasn't it wasn't intentional. She did not die. Gracie Lou made it. She uh, oh, unfortunately thank we God. had to amputate a leg, so she had to use one of those you know dog carts where her hind legs are up on what mm. looks like a you know, a, a wheel pulley goes. system. So me and Dwight, unfortunately, got off on the wrong foot there. But that might be the reason why I didn't sound as positive as I do about a guy like Juan Lagares. you know, the center field goal glove winners, accepted his role off the bench and, and really might make a difference in this series.
4: Well, I mean, I'm happy you... that was a very touching story about your doggie. Uh, I'm happy you made it. I think we got time for one more question. Uh, listen, you're in the locker room every day. I'd be remiss to the listeners, to the fan to not ask you like who like who's packing down there? Like who's got you know what I'm saying? Like Biggest Who you... ha ha
2: on the team. Yeah. Let me hear it. Yeah. And why is it Tolo? No. Now let
1: me let me let me tell you let me tell you guys a story about that. They used to say that batting orders were or a strategic thing that people would put out to get pitching matchups and get guys on base that can run. But i got to tell you what, the order that they appear in, in the batting order, might be worth more than what you might think. I'm going to leave it for a little bit of interpretation there, but take that while you will. The batting order might have something to do with what you
2: guys are interested in, for sure. Pitchers go last. That's uh, that's telling me all I need to know.
4: I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get
3: Wait, is that what? Sneaksy, he's saying the uh, penis size of the players goes in ascending order.
4: All right, we'll talk about it off fast. You guys can explain to me off fast. Uh, listen, Ted, Ted Bowman, not Red Grange, Bruiser, okay? Thank you so much, Ted. It was great catching up with you a little bit. I mean, you you were like my hero, dude. When you were on The Rock doing the overnight, I was like, this guy, like... He knows what everybody eats. He knows what everybody drinks. I love this guy. Anyway, it was such a pleasure having you. Uh, anytime, Ted.
2: Thanks, Jed. Guys, guys it was yeah, great Ted. to on, and Hopefully
1: I can talk to you as the series goes on. All right, baby. All right,
3: we'll be back with more after this. This dick
4: thing, I don't get it. All right, what a show, everybody. Hey, I mean, I think we gave you a good reason to just hang out on your tush. Whether you were on your thumb, whether you were just on the tush, I think I think it was a... I give
2: of- it down on your little tiny knees.
4: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I, I don't want to thank everybody that called us. Uh, we had uh, we had uh, Ruzioni Junior, no relation to Ruzioni, doing the keys. Uh, does
2: not want to hang out with you still.
4: We're get- listen. You don't know the guy, okay? You don't know him. Maybe he does want to hang
2: out. I know with he's me. got shitty takes, and I know he doesn't like you,
4: Mike. A Jr. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Well, I want to thank uh, Teddy Boy, Teddy Ball Game, uh, Teddy Bowl Game. Thanks for coming on. Uh, What a show! Hey, you know, I'm trying to support the Mets. All right, it's just like, don't make fun of Girardi's teeth to my face.
3: Uh, Big thanks to Alex, uh, unnamed caller, and Mike for calling in. Thanks, everybody.
4: All right, we'll catch you next time on the uh, the drive. We're gonna punch it in from the six yard line. LeBron sucks
3: the Drive with Bruiser and Sneaks, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll, we'll see you next time.
6: The Mets, step up, step
3: right Why this song on the both ends of the show? Let's go Mets!